Hi, welcome to Bookie, which unlock big ideas from world bestsellers in audio, text, and mind map. Please download Bookie at Apple Store or Google Play with more features. Get your free mind snack now. Today we'll unlock the book Willpower, Rediscovering the Greatest Human Strength. Since the beginning of his career, social psychologist Roy Baumeister has conducted many experimental observations. He found that many couples eventually break up because they continually fought over trivial issues. Many husbands and wives have also experienced this problem. It seemed that merely being together would cause them to fight. Some people even reported trying to find a place to have a drink after work or socialize with friends, in order to arrive home late and avoid any further conflicts. In spite of this, Baumeister advised them to go home early after work. Some people were confused, why give couples more time to fight with each other? Baumeister didn't see it this way. His research showed that many people were exhausting their willpower at work, and they had none left to deal with their partner's demands and annoying habits when they got home. So when their partner said something they didn't like or asked for something, the other person often responded in a mean sarcastic manner, thus turning the situation into a bitter quarrel. Baumeister suggested that people go home early, that is when they still have enough energy or willpower. Only with a certain amount of willpower can you deal with family affairs. Our willpower like an account balance is a fixed value, which requires us to spend our wealth of willpower as wisely as we manage our finances. The book Willpower, Rediscovering the Greatest Human Strength is a practical willpower training manual. This book will tell you how to maintain your willpower and help you become a focused, self-disciplined, and efficient person. The authors of this book are Roy F. Baumeister and John Tierney. Roy F. Baumeister is a leading authority in social psychology. He has published more than 450 scientific papers and won the William James Fellow Award, the highest honor in the American psychology community. John Tierney is a science columnist at the New York Times. His writing has won awards from the American Association for the Advancement of Science and the American Institute of Physics. Since its publication, the book Willpower, Rediscovering the Greatest Human Strength has been highly praised by many scholars and best-selling authors. Daniel Todd Gilbert, author of Stumbling on Happiness commented that, Willpower is sinfully delicious. Once you start reading, you won't be able to stop. A fascinating account of the exciting new science of self-control. David Allen, author of Getting Things Done praised the book by saying, Tierney and Baumeister have produced a highly intelligent work full of fascinating information and great advice about a core element of modern living. Bravo! Next, we'll introduce this book in three parts. Part 1. What is Willpower? Part 2. How is Willpower Depleted? Part 3. How to Improve Your Willpower? Let's start with Part 1. What is Willpower? In the book, the authors define willpower as people's capacity to regulate their thoughts, feelings, and actions, and it is closely related to our success. Studies have found that in school, people with high levels of self-control perform better academically. In the workplace, people who have a higher level of self-control have better interpersonal relationships and more opportunities for development. In other words, 
People with strong self-control do a better job in regulating their thoughts, feelings, and actions. They are able to reduce the depletion of willpower in their studies, life, and work, as well as overcome mental fatigue and better organize their lives. There are three characteristics of willpower. The most essential one is that you have a finite amount of willpower that becomes depleted as you use it. For example, if you are a person who cares about appearance, you wash your face, wash your hair, and wear matching clothes every day. But if you are recently overloaded at work and are busy every day, you may not be too particular about appearance. You may even forget to wash your hair for days on end or neglect wearing fashionable clothes. This is because we have a finite amount of willpower. When you put too much willpower into one thing, your willpower is used up, and you have no energy left for additional tasks. This also explains the problem of marital relations that we talked about in the beginning. People's limited willpower is depleted in their daily work, leaving barely enough supply to deal with household affairs. Consequently, this increases the tension between husbands and wives. The second characteristic of willpower is that you use the same reserve of willpower to handle many different tasks. There is an experiment mentioned in the book in which researchers waited for their subjects to get hungry, and then placed chocolate chip cookies and radishes on the table in front of them. They were then divided into two groups. One group was asked to only eat the radishes but not the cookies, whereas the other group was allowed to eat the cookies. It turned out that those in the group that could only eat the radishes struggled with temptation. They attentively stared at the cookies and finally bit into a radish reluctantly. In the end, the subjects in the radish-only group resisted the temptation to eat a cookie, but depleted a lot of willpower. Then the subjects were taken to another room to work on some unsolvable geometry puzzles. The subjects who'd been allowed to eat the chocolate chip cookies worked on the puzzles for an average of about 20 minutes, while the subjects in the radish-only group gave up after just 8 minutes. They had successfully resisted the temptation to eat the cookies, but the effort took so much willpower that it left them with less energy to tackle the puzzles. The radish experiment showed that two completely unrelated activities, resisting chocolate and working on geometry puzzles, relied on the same source of energy. We experience a variety of annoyances every day. We deal with frustrating traffic, tempting food, annoying colleagues, and demanding bosses. At home we also have to face nagging spouses and pouting children. All of these deplete the same supply of willpower. Resisting dessert at lunch leaves you with less willpower to cope with your afternoon work. This demonstrates that willpower is similar to muscles, it can be exhausted through excessive use. The third characteristic of willpower is the hot-cold empathy gap, which refers to the inability to guess during a cool, rational, peaceful moment, how we'll behave later during the heat of passion and temptation. You may have experienced the following. When you are calm, you think to yourself that you can certainly manage your anger in any situations. But when the time arrives and you are upset, you are hardly able to control your temper. The difference in your emotional state when you are calm and when you are mad is known as the hot-cold empathy gap. Many of us have experienced the hot-cold empathy gap. The book mentions an example of a commune in Canada, which mostly consisted of idealistic hippies. 
One of their philosophies was to consume only the healthiest and most natural forms of food. The mother of one little girl however thought that a child ought to have cookies from the supermarket every now and then. As a result, the mother had to endure a lot of jokes and lectures about the evils of sugar and the perils of fattening junk food. The mother kept buying them anyway, but eventually faced another problem. Someone started stealing the cookies. Why did the commune dwellers denounce junk food by day, but steal the cookies at night? This is because they suffered from the hot-cold empathy gap. At night, when people were tired, their willpower was depleted, and their disapproval of processed junk food was no match for their cookie cravings. Many people have experienced the hot-cold empathy gap. When you set rules for how to behave in the future, it's easy to make unrealistic promises. After learning about the three characteristics of willpower, let's examine how we use willpower in four different areas of our life and work. The first way is by trying to control our thoughts. Controlling our thoughts is very challenging, because we seldom have complete control over them. You can experiment on yourself by repeatedly listening to catchy songs like Gangnam Style or PPAP. After listening, tell yourself to stop thinking about the melody of these songs, you will find that you can't do it. Those melodies are stuck in your head as if you are possessed. To control your thoughts, you can learn to focus, particularly when your motivation is strong, so that unwanted thoughts can fade away. Another way we use willpower is through controlling emotions. This is also known as effect regulation, which is the use of willpower to get rid of bad moods or unpleasant thoughts. Of course, it is difficult to alter your mood using willpower alone. But you can change what you think about or how you behave. For example, many people use distractions to regulate their emotions, such as working out at the gym, watching TV, and eating. The third category is called impulse control. When we try to quit smoking and drinking alcohol, we use our willpower to resist the temptations of tobacco and alcohol. Finally, there's an aspect that researchers call performance control. At work, we need to focus our energy on the task at hand, not only to ensure quality, but also to increase working speed as much as possible. We also harness willpower to persevere when we feel inclined to give up. After listening to the description of willpower, you would now have a more in-depth understanding of willpower. Willpower is closely related to the quality of our lives. As long as we have enough willpower, we can gain a great sense of accomplishment and happiness in our work and life. So the question is, where does willpower come from? After plenty of research, psychologists discovered that the source of willpower is glucose. They went through a long process to arrive at this conclusion. In the 20th century, when psychologists studied the performance of mental tasks, they envisioned the human mind as a computer. They focused on the way it processed information, namely on how the mind works. But most psychologists neglected a mundane but essential part of the machine, the power cord, that is the brain's energy source. It took a long time for psychologists to draw an inspiration from biologists and realize that the human brain is like a computer. If there is no power supply, the chips and circuits are useless. To explore the source of willpower, American psychologist Matthew Galliott conducted an experiment on the effects of food on human willpower.
He divided subjects into three groups. All participants were required to complete two tasks related to willpower. During the rest period after the first task, the three groups were treated differently. The first group drank a milkshake with thick ice cream, the second group read boring and outdated magazines, and the third group drank a large tasteless concoction of low-fat dairy glop. Before the experiment, the researchers first asked people to rate the three treatments. People thought the milkshake was the best, followed by the magazines, and then the dairy glop. But after the experiment, which group had the most self-control? The results indicated that the milkshake drinkers were as good as the group who drank the dairy glop, and the subjects who read the boring magazines performed the worst. This was strange. Drinking milkshakes makes people feel good and drinking dairy glop makes them feel uncomfortable. Why was their performance the same? Later, further research revealed that it was because both the milkshake and the dairy glop provided glucose to the subjects, which improved their willpower to complete the second task. So the scientists concluded that people's willpower is directly related to glucose. Well, that concludes the first part. To sum up what we've learned willpower refers to people's capacity to regulate their thoughts, feelings, and actions. The better their regulation capacity, the more willpower they have. Willpower has three characteristics. First, you have a finite amount of willpower that becomes depleted as you use it. Second, you use the same reserve of willpower for all kinds of tasks. Finally, there exists a hot-cold empathy gap in willpower, which means that levels of willpower are significantly different when people are calm or passionate. We use willpower in four areas of our life and work, controlling thoughts, controlling emotions, impulse control, and performance control. And finally, we talked about studies that indicate that the source of willpower is glucose. Today we are just sharing limited content. To unlock more key insights of world-class bestseller please download our app. Just search for B-O-O-K-E-Y at Apple Store or Google Play. Get your free mind snack now. Dir hat dieser Podcast gefallen? Dann klicke jetzt auf Abonnieren und empfehle ihn weiter. Bleib immer auf dem Laufenden und folge uns bei Twitter, Instagram und Facebook. Mehr Podcasts findest du auf meinpodcast.de.